0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon and a very welcome to Live Live. Five one double five one is our text number. Chloe Folan contacted us on email, Joe at RT.ie. Chloe, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Joe. It's a pleasure to speak with you. Okay, tell us why did you contact us and what's your question? I contacted the show due to a very strange audition experience that my son had with Next Star Productions. And my main issue was with the way this audition was advertised. Mm-hmm. It was advertised in a way that you believed that there were agencies seeking new talent in Ireland, child talent for acting, singing and dancing or existing roles that were being auditioned for. So once we went through the audition process, yeah. we were then basically told by email on a callback email that if you were successful with your second callbacks, you'd have to pay a minimum of $225 to continue with this audition process. So the first audition with Next Star, terrible line, we'll try and improve it. The first first, uh, audition with Next Star Productions, Productions who on their website say the nation's most most elite talent showcase, train, rehearse, showcase and audition in front of the nation's leading SAG franchise agencies looking to meet new talent for representation and there's a photograph of two young women like something out of frozen or whatever but they're they're they're, they're they look they look fantastic um you're yeah. saying you did a forced audition on zoom is that correct we did i registered after speaking to my husband about it and asking my son if he would like to give it a try because it did look good it did look legitimate so once Owen was happy to go ahead with it, uh, I signed him up for the online Zoom audition. It was at 4 p.m. Um, on Zoom on February the 11th, and a confirmation email came through. Okay, Chloe, uh, Chloe, the, the line is just yes. sorry. The line is just disintegrating. Here we try and get you a better line. I'll go to Gillian in the meantime. Gillian Oman. Gillian, good afternoon. Have yes. you ever heard, Gillian? Have you ever heard of Next oh. Star Productions? I haven't heard of Next Star Productions before today no but i've heard of companies like this okay. in the past this is not a new phenomenon and um yeah and how, how, how do they operate um so the the what they are doing is they are um they are running kind of like uh talent shows if you like like a talent competition kind of idea not unlike a fesh or a dance competition mm-hmm. that you might be doing here in ireland um, and they're sending kind of scouts out far and wide to bring people in to take part in the talent competition. Um, and so that's kind of the kind of yeah, thing but I that know they the, do. The, I know you, you're involved in the independent theatre workshop for over three yeah. decades in, in Dublin. But w- why do you have to pay the, okay, the first audition? And it seems everyone gets through the first audition. Then you're yeah. offered a second audition, but they want money. And they want significant amounts of mon- money. Is that? Well, they want is to that, make money. That, it's a money. It's a. It's. It's. A, I mean, they're a business. I imagine. And what do you so get? For, what do you get for your is, money? I think, from what I can gather, you get um, a certain amount of online training, um, where they'll kind of try and help your child to learn a monologue or give them some of the information on how they should walk or talk or answer questions. 
And then they'll go along to this competition um, where there'll be lots of kids up performing their pieces on a stage in a, in a, in a venue like a hotel or a conference centre. And they will have people there watching. They'll have judges and they will, they'll engage judges from all sorts of places to come and judge the competition um, who would be, you know, maybe some of them are casting directors as well. They may work as part-time as casting directors, but they could be all kinds of people that they'll bring in to, to, to be judges and you can win, you know, you can win medals and things like that. But I don't think that yeah, it's the way they, to sorry. get cast in a, in a film uh, okay. production. But they, char- <laughs> they characterise themselves on their website, the nation's most elite talent showcase, and you've never heard of them. No, but they're not. No, they're, can, they're you, a business. You, they're a company who are who've set themselves up to run the competition and they want to make a lot of money. So they're going to charge a lot of money to take part in it. Um, and people, the unfortunate thing is Parents want the absolute best for their child. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what child doesn't want to be the next Disney star or be on a Netflix show, you know, or be in Frozen or something? I mean, that's that's the hook that they put out there. And it it really annoys me because it's not the route for a young person to... um, to find their way on stage or and in the film. Also, on the, on the first page of their website, they, you can buy a unisex next a backpack for $50, uh, a next mm-hmm. fanny pack for $40, T-shirts for $30. So with the, with, with the logo. It's an the, event, Joe. That, that it's a business who are, want to make some money. And the way they'll do it is they'll, they'll set up a competition kind of, of showcase the idea, talent show, They'll invite people to take part in it. The children pay the money. The parents pay the money. They travel and spend vast sums of money to go to America or wherever with stars in their eyes. And they'll get out to America and they'll often set these things up that they'll perform. They'll, you know, have a a hotel in Disneyland Paris or in Orlando or in Hollywood, you know, to give it an extra layer of authenticity. And it is there. It does happen. They can go. They'll just spend a lot of money and the child will get up and they'll get one minute on stage to recite their poem or to walk up and down the catwalk in their little outfit that they've brought. Or they'll get up and do a 30 second or a minute long dance. And people will be watching, and they'll get scored, and they'll get, and the parents will all be watching, and they'll have yeah, a great I'm, time. Yeah, but how much am I ponying up for that? Thousand dollars? Thousands of dollars. It's horrendous. Thousands. Okay. Our t- this is from their website. By the way, they they, they have the sessions for uh, this area are called are named Dublin Stroke Scandinavia. We're not in Scandinavia, yeah. are we? No. And you, Reginald, our top talent will work with and gain proximity to agents, managers, casting directors, celebs, and the best of industry professionals. Exposure is key while learning the in and outs of the entertainment business. Through our program, you will, you will, see, you will see growth in confidence, creativity, and public speaking. Each of our industry professionals creates an environment for profound discovery, <laughs> and growth yeah. to best equip our talent for lifelong careers in the entertainment industry. Um, Chloe. Um, okay, you, is uh, my line clearer? Yeah, hopefully. Um, um, much of the training sessions they're offering. Well, that's what took me aback, Joe, because when we signed up for the initial audition and even during the audition process, there was no hint or suggestion 
that to keep progressing there'd be any financial commitment. That yeah. came through in second callback email. So you get the callback email. You and your child are excited because you've got through to second round auditions. Yeah. But then you read the fine print and realize there's a big financial commitment, meaning the cheapest package, the cheapest, is a thousand euros. And um, the most expensive, it was four payments of 225 or four payments of 350 or four payments of 500 euros, depending on what you wanted to continue with the audition process, meaning, for example, my son auditioned under the category of modeling and acting. And if I wanted him, if he got picked with the second callback, mm -hmm. I'd have to pay a minimum of 225 to keep his so-called spot. And then I would be expected to pay uh, four installments of 350 if I wanted to him to continue in two categories. 350 euro, 350 euro. 350 yeah. euro, four installments of 350 euro if I wanted him to continue into categories. If you can't afford that, your child can only continue in one category and it's four installments of 225. Okay, we emailed them. And this is their response. Oh, sorry, it's four years ago and we got a response from mm. them because it came up before, but they're still, yeah. still around, uh, which you're entitled to be. Hello! This is their reply. Hello! We don't get involved in the negativity of the media. There are no fees involved for performers with experience and proper training, as explained to all of the talent. Good luck to you. Thank you. Next, our productions team. That's it. Hello. We don't get involved in the negativity of the media. Well, there are no fees involved. Is that true? No, exactly. There are fees if you want to continue, meaning nothing is said when you sign up for the first audition. No hint of that at all. Then it comes through, if you, get a, if you get chosen for a second callback, the email comes up, congratulations, please contact us and reply to this email for your second callback time you've gotten through. But then if you read through the fine print, all of the financial stipulations come up with a click link to the brochures of the way, packages. By the way, Gillian or Chloe, yeah. can Irish children, given that Irish actors find it very difficult to get visas to work in the States, as you know. Um, can Irish children act in the States in movies, for example? Well, this is, see, this is the other thing that I would be saying to my students and people. It's, it's very difficult. If, if you were lucky enough to be cast by somebody in a ma major feature film that was shooting in the States, mm -hmm. they would be able to make arrangements, I'm sure, to get your child there. But the chances of that happening... Um, are exceptionally slim um, from anything like this. Um, if you were to get picked for something, you'd be more likely to have been seen by a casting director in Dublin or yeah, in London. Yeah. Um, you would send in a self-tape to that reputable casting director who would be hired by Disney. Okay, or well, so, well, I suppose that the question I'm asking, is anyone in Ireland, pre pre given, that, given that we had a complaint about them, or a number of complaints no, about them five years ago, has anyone in has anyone in no. Ireland progressed? Not that I would have ever heard of. Same so, as I, I was checking as well. I couldn't find any hint, although I might be wrong, I couldn't find any evidence that anyone in Ireland happen. has ever benefited. 
Joe, the way it would work, say you're a casting director mm. and you have been asked by Disney to find yeah. a child. For example, you know, we've had them in here for lots of things. So fairly recently you would have had them looking for um, Artemis Fowl, for example. Well, it's a UK and an Irish casting director. We're both engaged for that job, looking for their Artemis Fowl. They did do open auditions. There were no charges for them, and they advertised through agents. They contacted the agents in Dublin and the stage schools, and they got them. But that those people don't have time to then be going and judging a talent show somewhere. Um, to see if yeah. maybe perhaps their next Artemis Fowl is coming through there. And equally, if they are sitting there and they are a busy casting director and they have taken up the invite to go and judge a talent show, they're partic- they may be looking for one particular character um, yeah. that might be a child within a show. But if they're busy looking for that, I think they're going to be looking at um, children who are doing classes or are able to attend in the place where they are going to be actually filming. So I've got people who've done lots of great stuff. I mean, Jack Gleason is one of my kids, and I filmed him in my kitchen one day when they were looking for a kid for Batman, and he got the part, and we flew off to London or to England, and he filmed his role in that, and then they were looking for people for Game of Thrones, and they contacted me. And the kids queued up, they went in, no money changes hands. The kids yeah, can go course, and audition. Yeah. They can do a self-tape. Well, they can send in a tape to a reputable agent. But an agent sitting there judging a talent competition is not going to remember one of the hundreds yeah, of children point, they saw point. on that you day. You see, I'm thinking even... The, the, we mentioned Disney, the, the most recent big Disney production that involved yeah. Irish people. Is this, I think it's absolutely fantastic, extraordinary... I think there's eight episodes, and yeah. the star of the superstar in it is a young woman from Ballinhasic in County yeah. Cork, and her name is Mairead Tyres, T-Y-E-R-S. Now, I'd love to know, Mairead is in her 20s, and she's brilliant, absolutely, she's going to be a superstar. But um, I wonder how Mairead got into, into, the, into, the, into that Disney production. I presume well, she she had an agent in London or something. She, she, so when she went to Rada, possibly did. Well, she did yeah, go. To, she did get into Rada, which is the, well. If she was in Rada, the, she would have had a London agent, and they would have been contacted, and they would cut her forward, and she would have been asked to send a tape of her recording a yeah. scene, and then out of all of those, they'll be brought in for auditions and stuff. But look at people. Look at Catherine Clinch. She's here doing her classes here in ITW and okay. she um, and she's now nominated Colleen you know Kim, yeah, for an yeah. Oscar yeah. but she, they, the way they found her wasn't okay. even through me the casting director went round all the schools Irish schools in Ireland meeting children and okay. they met her in her school and they said would you like to be in this little film and she was like yeah she'd love to yeah, so she brilliant. ended up being brilliant. cast and filmed it no budget no nothing up she yeah. did once last summer the summer before and it's done really, really well. You didn't. never know what you're going for, yeah. where it's going to okay, end up. Okay, let me, let me bring in, I, ju- I just wondered, did Mairead Tyres from Ballinhasig in Cork, doesn't matter where she's from, she's from a village in Cork, did she go to uh, one of these well, auditions or did she get involved? No, or, I presume no, she didn't. But, absolutely wouldn't have. Okay, Sean... They don't, Sean, they don't g- cast in that way. I've never come across any casting, and I've been doing this for 31 years, and before that I worked in a stage school in the UK. But can you understand, yeah, but Gillian, you you can understand why someone would 
Beg, steal, uh, beg, steal and borrow. My parents to... come in and they're saying, oh, we've got an audition. We have to go to this hotel on Saturday. They're looking for kids for a Disney movie. And I sit them down and I have the conversation. I say, this is what it is. It yeah. does happen. You can go, but you could pay five, ten thousand euros. You're not going to get proper training. You're not going to get picked to be the next Disney star through that. You'll have a great time. You'll be in Disneyland, <laughs> but uh, you're not. It's not going to be. If you want to be picked for something, you have to go do your classes or get involved okay. with something like. Let me go. Let me. So could I please mention uh, an issue that I do believe needs to be highlighted where. Coming back to the original audition, it was made to look like there were agents waiting to sign your child based on how well they did in the auditions or there was existing roles waiting to be filled. And that turned out to essentially not be the straightaway case of it. Meaning the other issue is you usually would not pay any money until you've been signed to an agency and yeah. then, yes, you'd get acting classes or the agent would say to you, okay, we're going to sign you, we'll see how you go, but we want you to get singing lessons or these acting lessons and that's when there would be an investment or you'd already have had those types of classes or be in an existing... Yeah, but it strikes me, you see, next our productions, when you look at our website, they do depend on publicity and the media obviously to promote their whoever stars they find but they say their opening line is we don't get involved in the negativity of the media um, Sean Gilligan, Sean is involved in performing arts as well and uh, music theatre lecturer Sean have you ever heard of Next Star Productions? No Joe I haven't um, I'm like Gillian today is the first day I've heard of them um, but I have heard of these type of things like Gillian as well uh, before many, many times. Um, ultimately, Joe, they're playing on the fact that parents do, like, I mean, as Julian said, who doesn't want to be the next Disney superstar, you know? And they're playing on that. Um, and they and they are providing a service, technically, um, where they are providing some training of some description. But, you know, uh, like, the, the chances of anything coming out of it, Joe, are slim to none, you know? And, and people need to be realistic about this industry as an industry, that the chances of, of getting, you know, those big roles are extremely slim. But the best way to go about it is to stick with proper training here in Ireland because all the success yeah. stories that I would know from the musical theatre end that are like lying in the front rows of the West End at the moment, they all came from, most of them, 90% of them came from a really good stage school background, went into the right third level, guided by their stage school t- teacher, and now have an agent, mm. and that's how they progress. You and know? what about, does anyone say the wonderful Susan, Susan McFadden? Oh, Susan's such, amazing. Well, where did, um, how did she get onto the West End? Well, Susan was with Billy. She was with Billy Barry. Oh, okay. And Steph McKeown, who was, who was on it on the West End. She was my mum when my mum was running the school. Um, you know, there were so many people that, that, that are coming from the big school. Gillian has countless of them as well that come yeah. from her. You know, like, it, it, it is a tried and tested way. And also, when they listen to the advice mm-hmm. of their stage school director or their third level uh, teacher, that they, they'll be able to te- guide them the right way. You know, unfortunately, this is, you know, this is obviously playing into what people want. And I'm not saying that these people aren't providing a service, Joe, but there are so many good people here in Ireland who provide these services and really do have the kids and the parents' interest, best interests at heart all the time. 
So it's here already without having to go to something that's based in the States, you know? Okay, okay, okay. Um, can, I, can I please make another Chloe, point yes, Chloe, yes, over Chloe. this where my other major issue with what happened was when I did sit down and read through this brochure over there, three packages you'd have to progress with if you got through on your second yeah. audition call, is essentially there's still no promise that you would get any type of work or be signed. So let's just say I scraped together, and by the way, I struggle to do so. Let's just say I scraped together mm-hmm. the four installments of 300 and uh, 50 euro or dollars or whatever it was to progress with training for my son in two categories with these packages that are overpriced. It would not cost that much if I went to a, a, an acting dance school in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, the, let's just say I did that. I paid the four installments. I went through with the training. We got our ticket to go up to this so-called showcase. Yeah. that might be happening up in Dublin for two days. And he does the showcase where that's where you're apparently meant to meet mm-hmm. agents and directors, apparently, although it's worded very ambiguously. There's still no guarantee that after all of that financial uh, commitment and after all of that training and then going up to the venue, of course, at your expense, there's still no guarantee that there'll mm-hmm. be any type of agency that will sign you or any type of role that you will get. So essentially, mm. there's, there could be, could be a lot of children no. at the end of this who have done this and are going ahead with this, who will come out of this with nothing but an experience. And while that's fine, that's not the way this seemed to be originally advertised. That's okay. my issue. But Gillian and, and Sean, Gillian Forrest, surely... Yeah. Surely there's children in your uh, orbit, so to speak, who will be disappointed. How do you prepare them for that? Which is natural. You know, life isn't fair. Everyone can't be... Everyone can't no. uh, win, win the match. And nobody, and nobody can guarantee anybody's ever going to be in anything, ever. And you never know who is going to get picked when something does happen. So we very much would be advocating here that you're going to learn life skills, hmm. um, for time management and social skills and imagination, creativity, movement, you know, all these things that you can build up and that will help you for your junior cert, your leaving cert, uh, for your music practical, for your English. There are lots of skills you're going to learn by coming to a drama class and there's friends you're going to make and experiences you'll have in our own shows or going on doing Sean's shows in the Helix, or getting involved Mm. in the shows in the concert hall. There's lots of opportunities for the children to be performing in these things all the time and having a ball. But we say that's why you come to your drama school or your dancing school. It's for all those skills. It's not to be a star. And you never know. Look, you know... Look at Alicia Weir doing um, Matilda. You know, she went to her drama classes and her dancing classes every week, loves them, sent in her tape and ended up being picked for Matilda. And that's not through going to a convention. Mm. It's by going to her classes, having fun with her friends. And, she and was, we she, explain uh, she, that to the children. That she, was no in the, she was in the toy show once, wasn't she? She's brilliant. And she was in the toy brilliant, show. Yeah. She used to do the shows in the, in the, in the concert hall. She got great reviews from Matilda and as well. Just, she's amazing. But that's because she was going to her classes and they said that they, they came and we sent off videos of the kids who wanted to send off a video, you know, and that's what they do. And some of them get picked. 
But there's okay. lots of things you can do within your stage school or within your own school. Do your sixth yeah. class production. Do your third year production. Get those skills. That okay, let me go, let me go, go to Karina. Five one double five one. Karina, you had a good Hi. experience with Next Star, did you? No, 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 not oh, a good sorry. experience. Oh, sorry, I um, misread it. I highly doubtful of them, but my son auditioned for, uh, for them about three weeks ago. Okay. And uh, he got through to the second. Where? Tell round. me, was it a Zoom audition? Tell me about it. It was. Yes, it was a Zoom audition, and it was very clear to see there was about two hundred and seventy-six people on that Zoom call, okay. that particular Zoom call. And to me, that that seems to be everybody that was cause, because my sister applied for it as well. She was given the same time of two o'clock, so everybody was given this two o'clock time. But okay. so you would you'd be able to see everybody on the screen at the same time, and the lady went through each audition separately, so you could see everybody else's auditions, and there was adults, kids. You know, there was all all ages on these auditions. But they were saying then at the end of that that they were going to put 10% through to the next day and they were going to announce it on their Instagram page later on that night at 9 o'clock. So we went on to the Instagram page and there was Arlie's name. But they had said that they had put through 220 out of, like, something like... Mm-hmm. 2000 or something so already I was starting to have doubts because I knew that there was only 270 people on the Zoom call so yeah. I decided to let him go ahead for the second audition just because I was curious and also my sister's two daughters were asked for a second audition as well so I was starting to get all the signs that you know everybody seems to be getting through to these to the next round so for the second round he was sat in front of the, the laptop but this time there was just one director there mm-hmm. for him to audition in front of and when he was finished she said oh let me just talk to my producer friends and I'll come back to you uh, so she came back in about five minutes and she said We've, we're delighted we're going to accept you so then I started asking her I sent my son away I didn't want him to hear um, so I started asking her all the questions I said are you telling me that he's 22 out of 2,000 people that has, be, that has been selected? And she said, yes. And I said, can I ask you how you're able to tell him straight away directly after his audition when you potentially have another 200 people to get through today? And she, she just kept coming back saying, oh, well, we knew already yesterday that he was, he was, he was a, a star and we knew that he, he was going to go through from yesterday. So as you can imagine, mm-hmm. my doubts were building up. So it all... Um, later on that evening we went on to their Instagram account and it was deleted so and then also a lady who had appeared on Mm. the initial video in the initial audition her Instagram account was deleted as well so had you had you paid over money Karina remind me did you mm. pay over money no, it was at the second audition that they were asking me to sign up straight ah, away. But that's... I knew myself that I, I just wanted to, I was curious. I also didn't mind sending him to the second audition because I, I thought it would give him a bit of confidence. I didn't want him to think that it wasn't a real audition, if you get me. Okay. Yeah, like Joe, like ultimately I think parents just really, in general, need to be vigilant about putting kids through anything like this. And I think fair play to you, Karini. Obviously your senses immediately picked it up. And yeah. he said, no, this isn't right. And fair play to you. But in general, Joe, we do have an issue. There's no way of regulating this industry here, even, even the classes that exist in Ireland. So what I would say to parents is please do some research into where you're sending the kids, you know, and make sure that it's a place that really does have the kids' interest at heart or that has a good reputation, you know, or has yeah, good, okay. good stories okay. behind it, you know? Okay. Well, I, I, I recommend, I recommend extraordinary... 
Sorry? Please hand over you're, you're any country. money for any of this because okay. Okay. Uh, okay. As, That's... A, as, a, as a manager, uh, my students are represented by me in my okay. school so and follow, I have a very good so follow, relationship. Follow, follow, follow. I don't charge anything for that. You should never be charged and you should never be paying exactly. anything over okay. to be allowed to go for an audition. Auditions are free. Yeah. They should yeah. never be paying to do an audition for anything. Okay, what do you think of their... Um, is Karina gone? Is Karina gone? Um, Karina, um, if you're still there. Hello, this is from uh, uh, Nextstar. Hello, we don't get involved negatively in the media. There are no fees involved for performers with experience and proper training explained to all. Good luck to you. What do you think of that, Karina? Can you hear that? We, there are no fees involved. Sorry, can you just repeat that again? This is from Next Star when we when we got on to them asking them, they said, Hello, we don't get involved in the negativity of the media. There are no fees involved for performers with experience and proper training as, as explained to all of the talent. Good luck to you. Thank you. It's not signed by any person. Okay. Well there were fees involved that okay. they wanted okay. to sign up okay. for like but they have different packages, but okay. you know. Karina, Sean Gilligan, Gillian, Chloe Fallen, Gordamila Margots. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. And Joe at RT.ie. The festival is called Flower. It's going to be on in the Dublin, the, the redundant uh, Dublin fruit and veg market. Um, now, it's a brilliant location. It's a, It's been derelict for a number of years. It's just off Capel Street there. The last time you would have seen it in all its glory was in the opening scene of Mrs. Brown's Buys, the movie, and June Rogers and Agnes Brown and Winnie and the whole lot of them paraded down from Church Street and had this incredible dance scene in the fruit market. But it's been closed and empty and it's a, it's a big high ceiling building. Now, Sean, good afternoon, Sean. Hiya, Joe. How are you? Good. Can you tell us about this event and why you, you're uh, asking about why it's so highly priced just to get through the door? Well, like, obviously, you, you, you've touched on it there. The market's so old. It's been there in that area for, for I think, over 100 years, you know. So mm. the vital part of the area and this uh, festival market um, is going to cost between, I think, €22 Euro just to get in and then 50 euro for like a VIP package, which I think gets you two points. So 55 quid, I think it is, after after tax, just to get into a market. Then you have to spend to get your beers, your food, into a food festival. It just doesn't make sense to me. Okay, well, I, yeah, I, I looked up, I, I, when, when I heard you were coming on, I looked up the prices for two tickets just to get through yeah. the door. For yeah. what, there's two sessions every day. There's a twelve to four and five to ten. So at four o'clock you're out the door. It's it's the way they did uh, taste of Dublin in the Ivy Gardens during the summer or whatever. Same yeah. thing. You you you're cleared out at four o'clock, and then mm. the second for two tickets, uh, and then two tickets for the snog they call it the snog. Yeah, the snog. Yeah. For two tickets in and two tickets for the snog, it came to 160 quid. Well, like imagine you have to go to a food market and then you have to pay more money when you get in. Who can afford that? You know, like, it's a market. It's a place of culture. Like, these areas, like, Smithfield Square is the same. Like, it's just sitting there. There's nothing going on in it. And it's on, it's part, just, just to acquaint people, it's on as part of the St. Patrick's Festival. Indeed, it's supported by the St. Patrick's Festival. Yeah. And it's on uh, the Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday of the St. Patrick's weekend. And there's two yeah. sessions every day. 
children yeah. children can go I think in the afternoon session but they can't go in the evening session now it doesn't give they, they say on the, the website doesn't have apart from selling tickets doesn't have much detail um, I found we found out about the snug because we asked them and the snug uh, in my little uh, experience of snugs would hold what Sean in your experience snug would hold five six eight people maybe yeah, yeah you sit in well, the snug you, you know the Snug and Meow Flower will hold 250 people. <laughs> Not very snug, is it? And yeah. they also say, and in fairness to them, they also say, um, if I can find it here, because they sent us in a statement. No, you have to admire people who are going to make a, try and make a go with something. In fairness. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm not against, look, it's the day of love. I'm, I'm, I'm not against making money. I'm not making, trying to, you know, put, put things on in these, in these places. But, that's crazy money to be charging people for before you even have a drink or you even have some of the food at a food festival. And like, if you go to a football match, you pay to go to see the football, okay? Yeah. When you pay to food, when you pay into a food um, market or, or a festival, you expect to get some food. You're not paying for anything. You're just paying to go through a, a door. I think it's crazy. Well, I think apparently if, if you pay the extra 50 quid ahead to get into mm. the 250 person snug, You'll yeah. get two two drinks, either Prosecco or a beer. Yeah. Imagine what the Prosecco would be like. It'd be in the little uh, plastic glasses that you get. Well, right? no, you don't, you don't know that. And then they well, also say that the snug will have posh toilets and, yeah. um, and uh, nice seats. Yeah, I, don't about the, I don't know about the... I don't know about the... If there's bars... Yeah, and well, like, the, the thing is also, like, you have to think about the people who are in there selling their produce and selling their beers... Like, how much are they getting charged for, you know, even using? You know, I'd say it's up to upwards of two grand. Mm-hmm. And then they have to pay that before they even get in, before a bar is even set up, before the kegs and the food are bought. Okay. And then... And, and then, who sets up the bar? And they bring all their own stuff in. They bring they? all their own drinks. They bring their all their own food. They bring their own bar. They bring their own electrics. Everything to set up a functioning bar or a place for serving food. And then also, how much of that money that they're making is this festival going to take from them? Because then the pricing is going to be raised so they even break even or even make a little bit of money. Oh, so you're saying, hang on, hang on, you're saying, well, I think I remember this was the case in the Taste of Dublin, or what they did at True Tokens, that you that if I'm a vendor, and, yeah. they're, and they're still looking for vendors according to this website that's selling tickets, if I'm yeah. a vendor, if I want to put up my, you know, craft beer Dublin or whatever they are, if I want yeah. to put up... First of all, I have to pay. Well, that's understandable, isn't it? I have to pay. Oh. Now, I know people are paying 150 quid in, but that's their yeah. own choice as well. I have to pay for the stand, but you're saying yeah. they also take a percentage of my take of my takings. I would say it's close to 20 to 25% easily for that stuff. So how and did they... Hang on, hang on. Sean, sorry. Help me on yeah. this. How... If I set up a, a bar, how, yeah. did, how do they know how much I take in? Or do they, is it all done through tokens which they sell? I wouldn't, I wouldn't know the ins and outs. Which is the taste of Dublin, isn't it? Yeah. So it's, There's it's, no it's cash. You a, buy tokens. Yeah. And then you have to go in and then you're, you're, you pay for it. And then they take a percentage out of what you earn from your stall. Like, that's how they make the money. And then they do it in two halves. So they do it twice a day. Yeah, but that's business, Sean. It is business, but it's, it, it's business. But it's also when you, when you feel like where it is in the area... It's just a, a place sitting derelict, and then they just charge over the top for people who can't even afford to keep the heating on at the moment, Joe. Yeah, but that's yeah. I, I take that point, but people have a choice. Like we, we you see, another thing that came up, and the thing that came up when the the St Patrick's Festival was 
was advertised what two and a half weeks ago. Apart from the drag queen issue, was the um, mm. the photograph with kids. Was the um, the the issue of um, the cost for a seat and the grandstand? There's seventeen yeah. grandstands, right? Yeah. Now yeah. with that, and the tickets uh, cost up to two hundred and fifty euro. In fact, the only yeah. the only tickets left to sit in the grandstand. And watch the, one of the things they were advertising the St. Patrick felt was watch the dignitaries arrive, which mm. I know I'd pay a fiver yeah. for. Um, <laughs> but the, but the thing is, the the stands the two hundred and fifty euro stand is sold out. Yeah, yeah, I know. So, I know, so I'm sure my own flower would be sold out as well. Well, look, I'm sure it is, but like, if, if it does sell out, fair enough, and that's fine. And people, if they have that money, but like, you're pricing people out. You have. You have people going into the snug where they, they get more than the people that are paying in already. It just doesn't sit really right with me or the, I don't think the area either. You have to have some kind of respect for yeah, a but local the, yeah, area. Yeah, but in fairness, they could be saying, lads, listen, the building has been derelict. The corporate have let it go to rack and ruin. Mm-hmm. Um, every other city in, well, most other cities, including the wonderful city of Cork with the, the English market. That's free, Joe. I know, that's true, actually. You know, like, the mar- that's, a, that's, a, that's a free market. Well, I'm thinking of Barcelona, the Las yeah, Ramblas, and then in, in Borough Market in London. Yeah, exactly. And, like, Dublin is a great city with great buildings, and it just seems like they're just sitting there, and then someone comes along and charges an arm and a leg to get into the place. It just doesn't... It's not really... It's not a nice thing to be doing, I don't think, as a person, um, to be charging that much money for, uh, for a film festival. And, um, like... You know, there's a place called okay, Brendan's stay. across the road. A place called Brendan's across the road. There's a great fry and a cup of tea. So that's where I'll be. Okay. Have you, by the way, have there been any other events, in, given that you live near it, in yeah, the, well, the old fruit and veg market? Well, the last place, last one we was in it was um, before COVID. So I think it was two, end of 2018. Or it started 2019, actually. And it was for the, the Chinese festival, the Chinese New Year. And it was free in Stalls, Chinese stalls, they had like uh, music and all Chinese culture on show. It's totally free to get in and you could spend what you wanted on the stalls. Okay. It just was much more family events, you know? Okay, say with, say with us, Sean. Back after this break, joe at rt.ie 51551 text. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Okay, Sean uh, contacted us about. Uh, this festival coming up next month and we know we've a two-tier health service and we know we've a two-tier education service but as I said a few weeks ago this St. Patrick's Festival looks like a two-tier St. Patrick's Festival if you can pay 250 quid you'll get a seat but they're, they're all gone by the way so the 17 stands are, are uh, sold out so you'll have to stand on the street like everyone else Andy Noon and Andy good afternoon Hey Joe how's it going? Good yeah you're the organiser I am indeed of Miel Flower where did the Correct. idea come from in fairness? Uh, Joe, we've been gee, we've been running events for I've been running events since I was sixteen. I'm thirty seven now, but we've been doing these food and drink events for ten years now. It's about okay. ten year anniversary doing these, so yeah. And what, uh, we, we do we do one called the Big Grill Festival in Herbert Park every August. Uh, okay. Barbecue and food festival, and uh, this festival we we wanted to do a, a festival that's all about Irish food and drink for quite a while. So this was a good opportunity to do one, you know. And do you pay into the Herbert Park one? We do indeed. Yeah, you do indeed. At the gate. Yeah, correct. Okay. So, and how many yeah, times has that been run? That is, God, we're doing it since 2014. Obviously, we we two years there With where the we COVID couldn't run that, it yeah. due to okay. COVID. Yeah. So last, last August was our seventh one. 
Well so done, it should have yeah. been our ninth, but it was our well seventh done. one. Okay. So, now, yeah, Sean's yeah. criticisms, I don't know where you heard him there now saying, um, I looked it I up. I didn't, I missed it, sorry. Okay, so, well, yeah, well, 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 I, well, I went on to the website, and there's very little information, in fairness, on your website, yeah. even though we're a month away from the event. Um, I priced two tickets, uh, plus two entries to this snug, it's called the snug, yeah. um, and it came to 160 quid, including booking fees. Jeez, I'd nearly be ringing you myself, Joe. Now, what does it come to? quid to complain about my own event. Uh, no, it's... it's uh, I, I don't know where that information well, came hang on, from. Well, let's, let's try yeah. and do it then. Into, yeah, yeah. into the snug, it's 50 quid, isn't it? Yeah. Plus, no, no, hang on, no, hang on. Uh, plus a booking fee. Correct. How much is the booking fee? Uh, it's the gut of 10% they charge, yeah. So another four, so that's 55. That's, so that's 110 for two of us to go into the snug. Right, and then the yeah. entry the entry ticket for a session is only it's one there's two sessions a day, for one session is what twenty two twenty three quid plus a booking fee. Correct, but, but so that's uh, another so that's another fifty tickets. quid. I know that I know that I know that I know that. So that's that that comes to one hundred and sixty quid for two people to get in the door. No, it doesn't. Uh, the snug includes admission, so it includes admission plus two drinks. So, so the general admission is twenty two. Per yeah. person, plus booking fees. And then, as kind of an upgraded experience, the snug, which is the snug, that's, um, that's 50 per person, plus booking fees. But that includes your admission as well as extra okay, so snug and two drinks. So, so it's 100. And what are, what are the two drinks for 110 uh, euros for two Prosecco people? or beer. You can have both or one or the other. Well, is that a pint of beer or a bottle of beer? Or? It's, it's a 330 ml. Yeah, so a, pint, a glass a or a bottle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So you get you get how many people can be, get access? How many people will be in the snug at any one time? Allowed? Uh, we have it limited to two fifty. That's hardly a snug now, is it, Andy? Ah, it's, it's, it'd be pretty snug when it's when it's up and running. Brandon being now torn in his grave up in Glasnevin, <laughs> if we were told there's going to be two hundred fifty <laughs> in the snug in the grave diggers. <laughs> There's a mezzanine as well we're building, so you can go upstairs to kind of have a look out over the whole festival. You so can look down on them. Downstairs will be more than snow. You have, you have posh loos. What, what we have you, posh, posh loos, yeah. What, well, it, it, sorry, in I'm, festival I, terms, we have posh loos, yeah. Yeah, but if I pay twenty two fifty, what type of loo am I getting? A bucket in the car? Oh, you, you, still, you still get, uh, you still get a, uh, a, a very clean uh, festival toilet. Is it the same loo? No, it's a different. It's a different type of toilet. These are kind of units. So um, we now live in a two-tier toilet society as well. <laughs> I wouldn't say a that, lanyard, but, uh, a lanyard, and a wristband. Correct. Use the jacks. Guaranteed, unreserved seating in the snug of two hundred and fifty people. Anyway, okay. So you, so you're, you're obviously. Who are the vendors? Who are they going to be? Oh, uh, well, we're, we're releasing that kind of early next week. So all that information will be up early next week. We we uh, had a pretty short turnaround on this event, okay. much shorter than we normally would. So, uh, we're but you're asking people to pony up for two people, 110, 120 quid, and you're not telling them what they're, apart from the, the jacks in the snug and the, and with the crocheted toilet seat or whatever, and the, um, and the two, the, uh, two bottles of beer. You're not telling them what else they're getting. No, we we will be next week, and, and look, that's the way we always kind of announce our festival. Okay. You know, we, we we always put them on sale first. Like our big grill will go on sale in September, and people people okay. will buy a lot. 
a lot of tickets before they see the lineup. I now, know do, now you, you have to, obviously you have to make that. No, no one objects, especially on this program, to anyone trying to make a trying to make a book, especially in the day the days we live yeah. in. Do, 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 do the vendors? What? How do you charge them? The bars, a little the craft, say there's a craft beer company. They yeah, want to come like, in. What way do you charge them? Oh, we, 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 we have a fee and a percentage we charge them. And, and it kind of varies from vendor to vendor, really. Um, but I would, you know, I think what I would point out is those craft beer guys have been with us for 10 years, you know. Okay. Uh, most of them. So, so, like, they, so they, they, pay, them. they pay to get in? Oh, yeah, they do indeed. And yeah. do they set yeah. up their own bar or you've got loads of bars set up with lovely... No, they do. They, they set up their own bar, yeah, yeah. And they, mean their own stru- they mean their own structure? No, yeah, we put we put in a like a long bar structure, and then we everyone kind of takes a space within that. Same okay. as what we do with Big Grill. It's worked very well. It's okay, so but the, Big the Grill, thing, thing Big, Big is Grill is outdoors in the summer. It, it is indeed. Yeah. yeah okay. So, so um, and then how how do you take? Okay, they pay to go in the craft beer people. Sean said he he heard a figure of two grand for a small craft beer crowd, and then how do you how do you take a percentage on? How do you work out the percentage, Andy? Well, it's just something we do at the end with everyone, you know. So, but how how do you know they're not? They didn't have a few beers themselves, and they're spoofing you. I mean, it's just a trust system, really. With that, okay. I mean, if they, if they have a few beers and they're spoofing us, that's that's up to them, you know. I mean, no, no, no. I'm saying, how do you, to, how, so someone takes in, let's say five grand, and you come to them on the Sunday when it's all over, the six sessions or whatever are finished, and you, what you say to them, how much should you take in? Well, no, it goes. It all goes through a payment system. Ah, so we, we so, all know. Everyone so, gets the report. So no, yeah. no one can get round it. Yeah, it's a cashless event, John. And how much? Do you, oh, oh, tell me, how does that work? Well, it just goes through a, a payment provider, a bit like everything at the moment. Well, hang on, it's a cashless event. What does that mean? Every bar has a little machine. Everyone has a payment terminal, yeah, and they can print a report. But, yeah, but the payment terminal is supplied by you. Correct. Okay. Now. Um, Pretty, pretty. Sad. It's same at Big Rail, same at kind of other yeah, events, similar events that happen in Ivy Gardens and places like that. You okay. Know? Now, are you for a vendor? I don't know. Is it, is it easy to get vendors? You're still advertising for vendors, I see. Uh, it is. I mean, we we have a, a cer- certain criteria for this that we kind of want to promote Irish food and drink. So, yeah. um, not everyone is suitable, and we're probably not suitable for everyone on the on the flip side. You know. But who so, would you who would you turn away? Well, I wouldn't like to name any names because I don't think that would be very fair on on, on, on air. But uh, it just it just has to. Well, have you turned any? Have you turned you know, any away? We wouldn't put in six burger stands, for example. That that's kind of how we 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 do it. You know, like we make sure that there's in, like individuality with all our the way we well, create. Six the food. burger stands would be in competition, wouldn't it? Exactly. So we we, we don't we we try and make sure everyone's doing a unique dish. And okay. it's worth, just worth pointing out that we we, we spend the whole year. Uh, yeah. You know, seeking out the best people to curate this stuff. It's not. It's not a market, Joe. And it's important to to kind of point that out. You know, um, I think we're all looking forward to the day that that yeah, this place opens as a market. But, but for now, the cost to open this event is astronomical. You know, especially so then. What, so then, what then? Andy, well, tell me, tell me, explain to the listeners your sure. your overheads then in, the, in a redundant building. Oh God! Uh, I mean, so where do I start? There's no. There's not enough power, so there's only basic power to plug your, your laptop in or whatever. So to bring power in, uh, the toilets there, there are no toilets, so we have to bring all the toilets in. Um, insurance, we have to upgrade the fire suppression system, the, the lighting for the fire. Um, what we've security, obviously insurance, mm-hmm. 
staff on the day, you know. Um, do you pay? Do you have to pay the corpo? Uh, oh yeah, the the, the Dublin City Council hired the venue. They they are hiring it for a number of events. There's, there's one on this weekend, a very similar event actually, with a similar ticket price. So, yeah, um, what's what's they, that called? It's a it's a Latin thing. I've, I've never heard of it before, but we're going to pop along myself. It looks great, so we're we're happy to go okay. and support it. You know, it's okay, a Latin, Sean, Latin event. Sean, so. if you but Sean, but if there are so many overheads, toilets, power, all the basic stuff. You have, to, you have to install. If there are so many overheads, why did you pick that venue, Andy? Because it's a unique venue, and it's a, it's a once-off chance to, to to do an event there. And look, okay. we're, we're we're used to we're used to paying and, and doing doing these things in, yeah, yeah. in these Absolutely. venues, Joe. Yeah. You know. So, Sean, Sean, have you why, any why questions not? for Andy? I kind of want to know, uh, like, are any like of the bigger companies going to be involved, or, like um, alcohol companies? Potentially, yeah, potentially. So, so it isn't an Irish craft beer event. Uh, no, we haven't built it as an Irish craft beer event, though. Sean. You, just, you said it was an Irish. You just said it there two minutes ago. No, no, we will. We we have Irish craft breweries at it, but it's not an Irish craft event. Oh, craft beer event. How much would they be paying? Well, listen, I can't. I couldn't couldn't discuss well, that on air. You know, that's confidential. It just, seems like, it just seems like it's a lot of you're you're charging for so much when. I don't see like how much of your is, is the rent from the council for the, for for forest like you know for the area. I mean, uh, again, like, I can't go into specifics. Well, about well, well Andy, well, Andy, given given that there's nothing in the place, it's a big yeah. warehouse, a big high ceilinged sure. glass ceilinged warehouse, and you say there's nothing in it, which which I agree, I've looked at it, and then yeah. it's derelict. I presume the corpo are giving it uh, giving it to you for nothing. They should uh, be. No. They should be glad someone like you has come along. They are, but I, I know they're hiring it out to, to, to people until such a time where they open it up to the public full time. And, and what do you get? What do you get for the when you pay the corpo? We just get the venue. You know, that's the way we would hire a park, and that's the way. Evan so you don't get elect- You don't get electricity. You don't get running no. water. You no. don't get insurance. You don't get no. security. And who's that, who's there? The who's, dry, yeah, the but who's there? Who's for, well? Maybe it's a corporate that are the, the the problem. Who's there from no, the corporation no, on the so. day? I just I just think you know it's it's no different than um, let's say a football stadium wants to rent out their venue to a, to someone for a party or a, a music gig or something. It's it's the exact same thing. There's probably more facilities with a with a football stadium, but it, it's pretty common practice to you know Marley Park, Fairview Park uh, recently. Crow Park, the Aviva, Garth Brooks, like they're, you know, this is... Uh, yeah, but you're paying like, in to see Garrett Brooks. Andy, sure. Andy. Yeah, Go ahead, and, Sean, and, uh, you're, you're more intelligent. Sorry, you're, ta- you're, talking, you're talking about a market in the middle of a working class it, area. This is in Crow Park. Yeah, uh, Sean, I just put it, it isn't, it isn't just a market. I mean, unfortunately, we're, 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 we're not, uh, you know, we've, we've three stages, we've DJs, we've bands. Uh, you know, don't know who they are yet. Oh, Oh, we do, we do indeed, but we just uh, the lineup won't be out until next week. So. Yeah, well, you can, you can use the audience here. It's a big audience, uh, Andy. We'll let you advertise it if you want. Yeah, sure. You're yeah, trying yeah, to sell tickets. So, who are the bands? Uh, well, I, I, the lineup's going out next week, so I can't I can't really I can't say it now. But I'd be happy to come back on next week and go through with you. Hey, we'll give you, you a chance, Andy. We'll give you a slot every day. Now, we're, yeah. we're not, we don't want, we don't operate like that, so Sean. Sean is asking you a question. If he's, he's yeah. buying a ticket, or anyone's buying a ticket, sure. what am I getting? What yeah, am yeah. I getting? And is it all drink? No, no, no. It's, it, listen, it's a food festival first and foremost. Okay. So, but you pay. Uh, like, you'll just, be, it'll just, be the same thing again. You pay for the food. 
Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. And you won't, it won't be McDonald's or Burger King. You, no, you won't no, be paying. exactly. And it, it won't be the won't be it won't be kind of vendors you, you'd find at every every other kind of market or whatever. We we go out and get restaurants who don't normally do these things. We get them to create a special dish and uh, come in and serve that dish. So it's unique. You know, it's the same with the big grill. We fly chefs in from all around the world. And for this, we're flying people in from London and some other places to cook at this as well. So there's like, it's not a case of just grabbing traders and putting them in like a market. Like we, we, we book food festivals the same way people book music festivals. And that's, that's kind of our business, really. Okay. That's, uh, and Anna Mahoney lives beside Herbert Park in Dublin. Herbert Park for, uh, is a beautiful, semi-hidden park near yeah. uh, Donnybrook in Dublin. Beautiful, beautiful park, and it's, it must be, and the road runs through it. But it's, it's you'd be blessed to live near it. And you, you live beside this big grill yeah. festival. Yeah, well, near enough to it. It's a park that's it's um, a very it's a small park, and it's used a lot by people who actually don't have gardens in Ballsbridge by apartment dwellers and flat dwellers because there's very little space like that in Ballsbridge where you can actually just go and sit and enjoy a bit of quiet and a bit of fresh air. Okay, what was it like when it was on? Well, you can like you can still go into the park, but there's just so much smoke from the grill and the loud the music. It's on for about three or four days. And do you, so, pay, do you, do you pay, as a resident, do you pay into that, that No, you, you, can, you, you, you can go into the park, but the section where the big grill is is just uh, there's railings around it, so... You can still go into the park, but you have to. Pay you're, next, you're, you're basically there's you there's a rating between you. So and if you the want to, if you if you like the smell of the smoke and you wanted to buy some food, you had to pay ah, in. Sure, you do. Yeah, yeah. but uh, it's, it's, the other thing I have a problem with is the fact that um, you're, you're basically grilling dead animals and no, yeah, the, that's, that's the, the park. The park. No, but the park is there's little ducks and things and all these other lovely birds in the park, and then next to them there's the other ducks getting grilled. So it's like a bit of a, you know, it's like, you know, I just feel a bit sorry for the ducks as well. But last year, when are you was saying that you saying the ducks and the ducklings all march out of that little pond and walk up, are, are peering through the railing, saying, <laughs> "That's, yeah, that's like, my brother." Yeah, going, yeah, like, he ain't heavy. It's not our turn today. He ain't. Yeah. He ain't He's my brother. Yeah. Tommy Claffy. Tommy. You, Your point, please. The old so, fruit and vegetable market the that the fruit. Dublin City Council let go to rock and ruin. They don't care about it, obviously. They're paying out. They, they charge Andy Newton to rent out a building. Fair play. When they, when they saw you coming, Andy, they re, Andy has rented out a building that has no electricity, no running water, uh, no heat, I presume, no security, no insurance. And Andy, Andy paid the corporate. What's your memory of the fruit, the fruit market and the vegetable market? Well, it was always freezing. Uh, he's wrong when he said it wasn't. A, there's no toilet there. There is one toilet I remember as a kid, and it was absolutely smell of stench oh, yeah, right down the, 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 back, the back of it. When, when I was amused when I when I heard it, it was posh toilets. I said posh toilets. Well, that's I, if you go into the snow. If you pay yeah, fifty quid to go into yeah, the snow. Yeah, I mean, what is a posh toilet? Is it is it? Is a a, a, a port of cabin with, with flock wallpaper and any point through the the, the yeah, speakers. Yeah. Uh, and I just want to, you know, fair play to me getting the gig, but is there any concessions for the local people that live yeah. in the area? You couldn't, you couldn't do that. How would you do that, Tommy? 
Yeah, well, Andy, 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 It'll be a few hundred, actually. To the so. snog? No, no, to a general admission. Oh, general. And in, in, yeah. in, in outside this snog of 250 people, is there yeah. will there be seating areas if I buy a beer? Of course. Uh, there will be, yeah. There won't be seating for, for every single person, but there will, there'll be barrels to put your drinks on and counters, but there will be quite a lot of seats. We've got we brought an extra seat. What about the pigeons? Have you, have you done anything about the pigeons that's sitting there? <laughs> I, believe, I believe the council have. I was in there two years ago and there was loads and then I've been in there a few times the past few weeks and they, they're all gone. So yeah, They uh, better be gone. You don't want them yeah, kicking, well, we, kicking we on your, your 12 euro burger, do you? They might be a packing group. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, do you and, 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 like with the ducks in Herbert Park, we can cook the pigeons. Andy, I presume, <laughs> and this is totally legitimate. I presume the point of it is you, you have many tickets you need to sell before you make money, before you break even. Sorry. I mean, it, the, the figure's high. I'm not going to give you a figure, Joe, on, on, on the radio, but I, I would just say, like, there, to put three, three or four thousand people in a venue at one time, if you just t- take a step back and think about that, it requires quite a lot of planning. Mm. Um, licensing so we also have to get an alcohol license that's another thing there's a substantial cost for that because of the way our alcohol licensing laws are at the moment yeah. but if, if no. you just think about how, how would you open up a building that's currently empty and put three and a half four thousand people in it at one time plus all the vendors you know you're basically setting up a little village for, for, for a weekend it's just it's, it's, uh, quite a big investment you know Joe so, can I just ask again what is a posh toilet I'm, I'm, I'm baffled by this <laughs> It's where you do a posh pee, obviously. Um, Sean, have you any more questions for Andy before yeah, no, we go? I just have one, one or two more things. Right, first off, you're using on the website. You're using old Dublin street vendors. You're using the voices of them to promote it. Okay, so yeah, people from that area who used to be in there can't even afford to get in. And you're saying the council have whatever tickets to get in admission. I don't really think that's. I don't know if that's enough. I don't think you're doing enough if you're coming into that area and you're charging people, bringing people in from all over the city, and, like, you know, it, it just doesn't sit right with me. I know we're all having a bit of crack here, but, like, it's a lot of money to, to get yeah. into a food festival, and you're, and you're charging people for, for better toilets. So what are the other people using? Are they going against the wall? And you know, then, and, well, the answer that... To say, look, the the same toilets you'd use at any event, they're, they're, they're porta cabins, yeah, you know, okay. or they're uh, festival toilets. And, Andy, what's, what's the age limit? So um, it's over 18, uh, like for the evening sessions, but yeah. before that, uh, 11 to 4 on the Friday and Saturday, it's uh, it's under eight, under 12s are allowed in. So And then anyone between 12 and 17 are allowed in with a responsible adult. And then Sunday, we're actually um, we're, we're, we're letting kids in for free. We, we normally do for big grill, kids go free. So we're, we're going to be doing that on the Sunday as part of a Mother's Day thing. So... Um, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Course all our events yeah. are wheelchair So the numbers are three thousand. Three, three to four, te- three and a half, te- three oh, to three and a half thousand is what we're looking at. Yeah. So you would, you would want to be in the snog. Well, I 
mean, it's a big space, Joe, and you can move around a lot. And the way it's okay. set out, that you do kind of move around. And, and like, look, I would say we're we're used to doing these things. And okay, you know, and they're, apart, they're, apart from, they're not unsafe, you know. Apart so. from uh, the, you know, the name you're on the St Patrick's Festival website, yeah. and they're they're helping you with, uh, they're advertising it obviously on that, and they're backing you, and they're giving it their imprimatur. Do you get and they get a lot of money from their charity, registered charity, believe it or not, but they do get it correct, uh, and they're a legitimate registered charity. Uh, but they do get an awful lot of money from the state, including according to the website, RT is one of their main sponsors. Are they giving you any money to pay for the gas bill or the electric bill, or the insurance uh, oh, bill, the security uh, bill, the toilet bill, the toilet roll? Not, Joe, and if you have any, uh, if you have any sway there for us, we'd be great, but no, we don't, we don't receive any. Any funding from so the you, government, do, do, zero do, public funding. Okay, do you expect and, do you expect to make money, make a profit? I hope so. I hope so. Okay. Well, we are, just, like we are in business. We we've yeah, yeah. eight staff in the office here have to pay every month, and you know we. we this is our business. This now, is what no, we just, do day just, to day. Uh, just to uh, people who haven't been in the taste, there's two sessions. In other words, if I if I pay into the if I book now for the snug in the. What time did? What's the fourth session? Ten, uh, to, ten to four. Is it eleven to four? Twelve. Eleven to four, to four Friday and Saturday, and then Sunday okay. twelve. To eight. But if I pay fifty quid into the snug session, and I come in after the parade for that at three o'clock, I still have to leave at four, do I? Uh, yeah, correct. But we okay. we uh, you know we encourage people before in email you know to not do that basically you know. Yeah. Um, okay. Can I just ask one more question? Yes, yeah, Sean. Yeah. Okay, so right, so say the vendor has to pay 2K to even get in, yeah? And then you would take 25% of what they make in that weekend or whatever. Where do you see the price of the actual point being for customers? So are, are, you, are, you, are, you, are you charging so much that the price of the point is going to be extortionate, like uh, about eight quid? No, no, it's six euros. Six euros is the, is the, is the point of pay for all points. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, I mean, I know that some breweries have special brews with stouts and things like that, and sometimes they're higher. But But that's that's six quid... That's six quid. Yeah, they hopefully they should take over a few pubs in Dublin. Yeah, six quid. That's six quid for a pint will cover... The, the, their overheads and much they're paying to have a space and it will cover the 25% they have to give to you at the end of the weekend well I mean I'm not uh, I'm not saying that Sean said it was 25% not me and Sean makes well, the figures and I think that's what they said so unless yeah, they're well, going well look that's okay that's fine uh, I suppose you know but I, I, I can't confirm any figures but what but look, the, the other is, will there be uh, how many drinks uh, bar how many bars you said there'd be a full length bar to length of that building that's a big building There'd be a bar in the mezzanine. There'd be a snug that holds two hundred fifty people. What's the percentage space allocated to drink? And the, the given that given that St Patrick's weekend in the last ten years has been marred by drink, yeah. um, but but this is different. That you have to pay in to drink, so that would make a difference. And you could argue that's a good filter, so to speak. The the people who've not, who won't be able to pay in won't get in. But um, what 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 percentage uh, of the Floors, but well, you're going to tell me 50 50, aren't you? What's the space? What's going to be? What's the floor say, space allocated to drink and the floor space allocated to food? Well, the food, it's a food festival first and foremost. I think it's really important to, to, to go back mm. to that, you know. Um, and I, I know we seem to be talking about drink, but it, it is, you know, we're forgetting about the. Well, there's 16, a 20 restaurants and chefs that are going to be there, you know. So there's 16, 16 to 20 restaurants. How many exactly. bars? 
There'll be up probably seven or eight. Okay, seven or eight different vendors. Correct. There'll be stuff okay. doing, you know, spirits. There'll be, you know, the craft you could beer ask you, bar. Well, it could also be asked, well, this is not a question for you, Andy. We'll ask the St. Patrick's Festival. What in the name of God are they doing supporting a, a drinking emporium? They don't support well, any don't. other pub in the city, do they, from the festival? I mean, it's, they, I mean every, every event has bars, you know, and I wouldn't say this is a, a drinking emporium. No, but I'm talking about, well, I, yeah. I, 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 I mean that in a nice way, by the way. Yeah. Um, no, but this this is this is this is a this is a registered. I know that I know that's fair, and that's and totally as I said to you before, totally. And you're getting a great run here. You'll you'll be your tickets will be sold out today, just like the tickets tickets for the grandstand sold out when we mentioned two hundred fifty quid a pop. But anyway, so they can't complain. But what in what in the name of um, hail holy Saint Patrick is the St. Patrick's Festival, a government-funded, state-funded, registered charity doing, supporting a festival, uh, supporting a venue, 50% of which, this is, this is no criticism, 50% of which is dedicated to selling alcohol. Just to clarify, not 50% of the venue will be, will be dedicated to selling alcohol. That's well, how, what, what, percent, what percent? I'd say 20-ish. If if even I, I, unless I do the numbers, I wouldn't be able to give you an exact okay. percentage. Okay. I don't want to okay. say the wrong thing. But, okay. but, but that's like, not. But that's not a question for you. It's a question for St Patrick's Festival. Yeah. And well, look, it's not. It's, we're yeah. running okay. it in association with them. It's not. It's not their event, and you know we. Yeah, but they have, no, no. They have given it your imprimatur. They have given it their yeah. imprimatur. Is not correct. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, and, yeah, I hope I, and I hope it works, Andy. I hope it thanks works. Thanks very much. Okay. Appreciate that, Joe. Uh, thanks, Thank Sean, for your reaching call. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Tommy. Joe at RT.ie. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. And remember, on Friday week, we are having a free event, totally free, in the beautiful Dean Hotel in Drada. It's worth seeing. It's called the D Hotel, actually. D, D for Drada. The D Hotel in Drada, uh, Funny Friday, Friday week, all the usual a Funny Friday crew, and special guests to mark his uh, admission into the Guinness Book of Records, uh, which he will be, he's applied for, as the only uh, man of his age with a double hip uh, operation um, to run 100 metres in a world, and we might actually do it again on the day. It's a big hotel. It's the wonderful Brush Shields. Brush Brendan Shields will be there for his first uh, radio performance, indeed RTE performance, in another in, in a few years. So that's Friday week. In the D Hotel is totally free. Carmel Power. Carmel, Hello, Joe. what happened? Hi. This morning you opened your front door. What happened? On the, on the handle of my front door, there was a lovely uh, packet it was a, a bag with uh, all hearts on it. Okay. And inside it, ah. there was a little jar with a, an orchid, just ah. one little orchid. Now, it yeah. was anonymous. Oh, yeah. So well, I suspected the where it came yeah. from. And who it, did it come from? It came from my neighbour, Martina. Ah, Martina. And now, why? Martina has okay. done several things like this before, in as much as... I would open the door and there would be a little plant on the door. And why did, why did she do it today? Because why, I know, but why did she do it for you? Sorry. We know why she did it today. Well, I but, suppose she just thought, I'm a widow. Okay. I wouldn't have a valentine. Okay. And she thought, I, I, I'm so touched, Joe, by it. Okay. Would you believe it? It's the very first time in my life I got a valentine's anything. That's fantastic. 
I never got a Valentine card in my okay. I'm nearly 89 years of age. Oh, well took, done. <laughs> but it, it was so lovely of Martina. You know, but well she, she's, she's great all during the year. She takes in my bin for me. She does all little things like what that. She'd give me an odd phone call. What you know, she's just neighbor. a good person. Okay, and well then, a lovely tribute to her, Carmel. That's Carmel Power. Thank you, Martina. Joe at RT.ie. Thanks, Carmel. Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818-715-815. Fergus Weenie produced Catherine Thomas is next. 0818-715-815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie.